FM. This is your NPR host, Robbo, the hostess with the mostess. And I believe today is the 30th of November 2023. And we are privileged to be joined once again in the studio by the, one of the men of the moment, Mr. Sisler, fresh off his uh, Cosmoverse uh, success, fresh off fucking stream here, fucking success, fresh off bloody. Uh, What's the other one, Bruce? There's stream here and uh, see, that's why I need Bruce. <laughs> I'm only joking. Dude, right? I mean, where do we stop with Omni? Like, literally, there the, the just seem to be shipping, shipping, shipping. You kind of keep up. Every week, there's new stuff dropping. So, yeah, without further ado, I'd like to say welcome to Sisla and thank you very much, Sisla, for agreeing to do this today, brother. Hey, Robo, thank you for uh, inviting us here, uh, having me here, and uh, yeah, pretty excited to be here uh, again after so long. Yeah. Well, dude, I looked back, it was uh, Tuesday, March the 26th, the last time you were on the show, and when I look, when I looked at where you were then, like to where you've come now, the progress is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Anybody would be out of their mind to say otherwise, so for just first of all, congratulations on that. Progress this year has been accelerated, like not like not I've seen on many other protocols. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we're doing our best as a team that's uh, that's uh, bootstrapped, uh, you know, by working within the ecosystem, by working on various things within the ecosystem, and uh, very glad to be able to navigate last year uh, even without the token, you know, purely based on the goodwill of the community, based on the power of the products, you know, that are live, that have been live and that are coming up. And uh, yeah, it has been a wild ride. So Sisla, before we get into it, because I, I really want to start with what I think are the most like important, relevant questions that maybe the community would love to hear your like opinion on, you know. Uh, as much as you're here representing Omni, we do totally and utterly respect, like, you know, people's personal opinions, you know, and which we always get from you as much as anything else, yeah? But, uh, Bruce, before I go into, like, what I consider, like, the main topics to kick off, we might as well get the, the big stuff done early. Is there anything you want to say, Bruce, before we... I just want to, first of all, say thank you to Sisla for coming, and also thank you to Sisla for all his relentless work with the community, man. The for for the people who doesn't know, the Omniflix team is extremely helpful. Like very, very helpful. I launched with the help of Rack and Sisla and uh RJ, I think his name is an NFT collection way back on Omniflix and I couldn't have done it without all the help they provided me. Like they would answer any question, they would do calls, they would lead me through everything. So I just wanna say thank you to Sisla and Omniflix for being so focused on the community side as well, man. Thank you for that. Did you did you just claim your did you just claim your your NFT? What you burn? No. So all all uh, creators just got uh, like five hundred uh, Omniflix. 
uh, airdrop through in NFT. Did you know that or not? Just recently. No, I did not know that, man. I have to log in right away. <laughs> it's just happened just recently. Yeah, you get the NFT. It was a, like a Thanksgiving, like a give back kind of thing. I mean, it was like all together, I think the pot was like about 120,000 flicks or something. I mean, you know, real serious, like real serious intent from the team there to just say, look, guys, you're all being part of the success. I thought that Sisla was outstanding, bro. I've not seen that across many platforms so far, mine, Sisla. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it was uh, 150,000 flicks or, you know, just at the you know average of, say, 10 cents, it's like $15,000 or you know, well over $10,000. So, uh, yeah, we weren't actually, you know, there, there is an ulterior motive to this campaign. You know, maybe, you know, uh, people that claim and there's just a few more hours left, so I really suggest everyone uh, to claim this because uh, we have a lot more planned around uh, these claims. This is, you know, like I'll I'll be honest here, you know, like I think in four hours, not much will change. But uh, the fact here is that over the past eighteen months, like one and a half year, or you know, in twenty twenty two months, uh, we've had quite a lot of uh, uh, you know interaction we've had quite a lot of interactions and uh, multiple creators you know got in and out of the ecosystem right and with these dynamics and you know with permissionless creation and so on and so forth we wanted to identify who were the creators that were active and being active not just efforts to like publishing nfts and you know like just forgetting about them or uh, not uh, you know like not caring about them but you know being active refers to utilizing the tech understanding it and utilizing it in the best way possible and for you to utilize tech you know as a creator uh, not many might take the initiative like a robo and team you know where they utilize campaigns even for uh, you know migrating a collection i think i'm like a you know, I was I was one of the first uh, members internally too. To you know, like Chetan was the one that uh, you know talked about this internally. And you know, myself from my end, I wanted this uh, to become like a case study. You know, for creators that you know should ideally experiment with tech, right? So this would be you know this was one of the ways we were suggesting people to uh, you know. This is tech that they can use to migrate is, collections. Is that, so, is that the GM? Was that the GM migration you're talking mm-hmm, about there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, that, we love, we love that. That was really good. I've got to say, I mean, I do want to get into the modules like one by one. Uh, just look, that's okay, right? Because yeah. for me, some of the modules you guys have shipped are just exceptional. But the, I mean, if you don't mind, Sisler, the first, and I say we're filling up now. Yeah. Flix Fanatics is here. I say Dizzle's here. I say hey, shout out uh, is here. Super. Yes. So basically, dude, the, the number one question I would have for you is, do you, if you could go back in your time machine, okay. right, to like say September, August, September uh, 2021, just after the Osmosis launch. Yes. You know, there's talk around Juno coming up and, the, you know, the market was getting hot. But then, obviously, we hit all-time highs with Ethereum and BTC. Then we had that, like, black swan on the early December. But mm-hmm. after the Christmas, Cosmos had this crazy bull market, right? Yeah. Crazy bull market, yeah? Yeah. Go, if you could go back in time, do you wish you would stick to the path that you've actually executed 
Or do you think you missed something way back when, if you could have, like, airdropped, like, you know, December, January, around the same time as some other tokens, and caught that big, like, bull run where we saw Juno, you know, go to, like, $45. We saw, you know, Comdex and lots of other coins. So, million, five, six bucks. Do you, do you wish... Do you, are you, do you have any regrets about missing it? And if you wouldn't change anything, why wouldn't you change it? <laughs> Great question. So, if it's August uh, or September 2021, I have a few more points. Like, June 19th uh, or June 20th, 2021 was when we first uh, organized the Osmosis launch party. October 1st, 2021 was when the Juno network went live. And that was the day one of uh, Juno.omniflix.co, which was one of the first taking interfaces that, uh, you know, that Omniflix launched. And after that, we've had uh, quite a few networks utilize that, uh, you know, piece of open source code for the bootstrapping their own networks or, you know, bootstrapping their own, uh, yeah, like bootstrapping their own networks from a, a staking delegation standpoint, as well as governance standpoint. So that part, I would not change anything at all. If, uh, you know, if I had to like do something else, in addition to whatever we did, I would, uh, you know, we would, we could have focused a bit more on raising, you know, like uh, funds, I'll say that. And, you know, I'm, you know, now in hindsight, like today, if you ask me, right? Uh, no, like I, I really think the way we approached uh, and the way we took it forward with respect to not launching the token, then, uh, you know, and so on and so forth. Like, I think that was a good move in hindsight. Of course, we did not get the entire picture back then, but uh, you know, it was, I think it did not affect us in any way, shape or form. And uh, yeah, like we would, we could have focused on a few other things. Like we could have done a few more things, but we would not have changed the fundamental, fundamental plan you know, uh, going forward. So, you know, I, I'd say like no regrets on that. The only regret is that we could not do more, you know, so yeah. Beautiful answer, mate. Beautiful answer. And and the reason I'm not going to have like loads of follow-up questions is sisters, because, you know, we want to get some information out there, right? <laughs> uh, dude, the, the next question, I remember when we were on and we had extensive convos about like uh, LBP. So for everybody, that's like the liquidity bootstrapping program. It was uh, originally launched on Osmosis. Yes. Uh, we had where? Nothing. November, December for like LUM. We had like Loam, we had Comdex, we had a couple. Now, Sisla, there was actually a massive gap in regards to downtime between the first incarnation of it and what then was rebranded as a stream swap, right? Uh, yeah. What would be the... What would be the biggest thing as to why that took so long to come out? Is it because the base mechanics were wrong and it had to be redesigned? Is it because like teams were just working on other projects? Because to us, there did seem to be, I mean, we don't mind waiting for great tech and it is exceptional tech, right? Everybody, it does as it says on the tin. Mm. But there seemed to be quite a big gap. You know, if you go from like December, Jan, LBP, V1, the talk of V2, it didn't materialize. And then obviously uh, you guys, I think you guys launched StreamSwap, is that right, in April this year? Yeah, I mean, in April? I should say we are core contributors to StreamSwap. So, yeah, uh, there was this big gap, you're right. Uh, primarily because the LBP 
module was an SDK based module within the Osmosis app chain. And that was like, you know, built by the uh, core contributors of Osmosis and it was part of the chain. Uh, it followed a very similar balancer style LDP model and uh, you know, multiple other, uh, you know, ways in which that was architected. And that was the one that uh, helped bootstrap, you know, like you said, Comdex, uh, uh, Regen Network, that was the first LDP. Then you had, I think, LUM token alum, and uh, then you had uh, uh, Stargaze, you know, Stars token. And I think that was it. Like after that, we didn't have multiple launches or, you know, many launches. And that was the time actually, this was Jan 2022. Uh, that was the time when the SDK module was redesigned. And, you know, it was called Launchpad. And, you know, that was like a very high level draft version of what StreamSwap is today. And from Jan until, say, August, you know, things were focused on the SDK module. But from September onwards, you know, roughly late September, like during Cosmos, uh, when we had a word with Sunny, you know, Arkun, Josh, and the other team members there, uh, we then like shifted our focus from it being an SDK module on Osmosis to it being a contract on Osmosis. And the power of that is like completely, you know, it is, it is extremely different. You know, you have complete autonomy over uh, the mechanism, the design, uh, the ability to maintain it independently, the ability to coordinate, uh, you know, as a DAO and then, you know, operate stream swap right now. So from, say, October or, you know, I'll say October was pendant planning, you know, Cosmos and so on and so forth. But November onwards, like November 2022 to April 2023 was the time when stream swaps contracts were actually developed. And this was when, like, we submitted the contracts for audit on Jan 31st, 2023. And, you know, in a matter of like uh, six weeks, we got those audited, like there was feedback, you know, back and forth and all of that was taken care of. And in April on 420, you know, like, you know, the Flix token launched uh, along with StreamSwap and, you know, that was the way it was initiated. And you know, up until now, I think uh, over 3.5, to be specific, 3.56 million US dollars worth of uh, capital has been streamed, uh, you know, within StreamSwap. So, you know, it actually took only a few months, honestly. But uh, being able to plan the mechanism, being able to plan uh, everything else around it uh, took a lot more time than the actual you know, development part, if I can say that. Yeah. Fucking great answer, dude. Great answer. That makes perfect sense. I didn't realize it was originally a module and then you guys mm. have uh, adapted it to be a smart contract, right? Yeah. Oh, on osmosis, yeah. Great yeah. stuff, that. Yeah. Brucey? Anything, Brucey? I always like to talk about the security part. Okay, okay. Uh, well, well, let's get... So while we're on that, then, uh, Sisle, so uh, stream here, which I think is fucking awesome, by the way. <laughs> I just think it's it's such a good uh, counterbalance to historical, like, you know, dumps and stuff we've seen before. <laughs> so are, are you guys, like, are you, are you guys, like, the owners of that? Uh, or are, are you co-contributors? Is that a shared project? Uh, stream pay, you mean? A stream swap? Yeah. Stream pay, no, no, stream pay. So you just explained about stream swap there. Correct. The, like the, what's happened to get to where we are today. Correct. So, yeah, well, what about uh, stream pay? Is that the same? Is that That's not a module. That's a smart contract, yeah? Uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's where the catch is. Like, 
stream pay is running on omniflix right like the omniflix blockchain app chain and omniflix app chain does not have the ability to run smart contracts now you know like all of whatever you see on omniflix right now uh, they're not powered by smart contracts they're either powered by i should say the app chain core modules or they're powered by you know a web 2.5 based uh, system where odzi is involved where fee grant is involved and so on so forth so you have the ability uh, for us like you know you have the ability for a user like yourself to trigger a payment say you know say to me if i work with you in the dao right uh, in a time based fashion and we believe this is important for creators and hence we developed stream pay as a module but uh, of course with the launch of cosm wasm we are considering migrating that module to a contract uh, maybe now you know soon or later uh, but uh, yeah like the 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 entire mechanism around stream pay uh, we believe is essential for other chains as well but more so for omniflix in the given the context of uh, you know what we're dealing with and you know robo as you can see the entire flix drop was uh, dealt with uh, utilizing stream pay we now have over 82000 streams that are created beat through campaigns beat you know independently uh, for dao payments you know like the flix fanatics you know they process payments utilizing stream pay so you know multiple such uh, you know such uh, stakeholders utilize stream pay for various reasons so you know at this point in time it is a module on omniflix but uh, going forward when we have cosmos enabled uh, it might be you know uh, converted to a contract you know and the next version will uh, involve quite a yeah quite the features where you know right now you need a flat 50 flix uh, which is now say you know yeah 50 yeah not much like 5 dollars uh worth of uh, you know flix and uh, going forward you know you can and and right now you can stream atom juno osmo huawa isd nakt uh you know and other tokens as well but uh, going forward you should just use your atom on omniflix and there should be like a small percentage of the stream itself deducted so all of these things are uh, you know fundamental to what we are building for creators and stream pay happened to be a a uh, tool that uh, defi users love as well like there are defi there is a, a defi angle to it but in our case it is more so for communities and especially for creators yeah so so you've touched on cosmosm there can you just tell me so how just how fundamental or just what a seismic like fundamental shift will it be for you guys sort of versus like any trade offs Obviously there's going to be some kind of trade off I take it but I mean you you personally how excited are you about Cosmosm integration first up Yeah thank you uh actually thank you for phrasing the question like that personally I'm extremely excited no couldn't have been like more excited because it introduces a whole new dimension of how we can like take things forward within the omniflix you know blockchain as such uh app chain uh we did consider cosmosm quite early on like in 2020 september was when we were taking calls with uh, eden fry uh, the confio team the earlier confio team with martin now orkun was a uh, devrel like was part of the developer relations for cosmosm 
and you know terra was in full swing so that was the time when we were exploring cosmos awesome of course the infra side of things you know the chain gets heavier uh there are a few advantages and disadvantages pros and cons like like most things in the world so the cons actually outweighed the pros back then right because even now if you see uh, osmosis yes there are quite a lot of contracts but not as many as you see on say an etl2 but probably because of its permission nature uh, you had you have what is like quality of contracts like you know quite high the quality is like yeah rather high so that was the moment when we decided that we will have cosmos awesome but it will be a bit later because at this point in time if we if we needed creators to write code to be able to execute something you know it would have been difficult and every creator would need to be paired up with a developer in order to uh, you know do his or her own thing right and that is a scenario that you know does not happen in even like uh, web 2 so it is very difficult for it to happen in the web 3 world that being said you know right now it can be abstracted to such a level that you need not write code all of it can be done just using the ui and we believe that this is the right time like after cosmos one uh, v1 is when we believe that uh, you know this is the time for us to introduce cosmos and migrate you know right bindings you know introduce uh, partner contracts like say dowdow you know multiple other uh, projects that can run on top of the omniflex network and of course you know uh, utilize contracts for extending the core functionality of omniflex and up until now whatever has been written as modules uh, if relevant if they are not needed in the base protocol the bloat within the base protocol will be you know offloaded to the vm which is the cosmosum contract so you know that is that is our thought process on this and personally i'm very excited because we can be ultra fast like we try to be fast uh we are not too fast when it comes to core protocol updates or you know uh sdk level updates because it needs we need some time to cross check everything handle edge cases uh from an app standpoint we are usually shipping uh, because it's a lot of things people might not notice uh all the changes at once immediately i but uh, with contracts and with cosmos we'll be yeah i'm excited to keep up the momentum and probably increase it by 2x or 3x yeah sisler is that one of the most like difficult things for you guys like just keeping up with like the latest sdk modules and stuff or versions sorry because like it, it seems to be a right that's 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 where everybody seems to have like a lot of issues is with the sdk level yeah i mean we can just let the chain run and uh, not update it as well and it'll still work but uh, yeah i mean that is of course like one of the uh it's not a challenge you know it is important because it's nascent tech right you got to be able to uh you know update update fast update rather frequently sometimes we fall behind versions sometimes let's say we are in ibc 4 and suddenly ibc 7 gets released right and uh, you know like we missed the update from you know uh, 4 to 5 and 5 to 6 and things like that uh but of course it is not like uh, you know something that we are not able to take care of very glad to have uh, the flix crew that are up to date and because of our experience running validators on other networks we also have this insight as to what works and what doesn't work and that has helped us take better decisions 
you know, as developers of OmniFix. So, yeah. Sisla, you know something, you're always just, uh, honestly, this is like the third time we've interviewed you now, probably you're always such a gentleman, such a scholar and a bloody gentleman on these spaces, this is why we love having you on, but you know, there's a nice bit of gap between when you come on and this is why, is it like, it's so good, man, dude, it's just like being around family. Right, Bruce, I want to move on to uh, a lot of positive, like a positive stuff, Bruce, in a minute, but I'm going to go... I'm going to go deep and dark for a minute, Bruce, just for a minute, because I think, you know, maybe the community would like to hear this, you know, but any questions, Bruce, before I broach something with Sisla that might be a bit difficult? I, I just love it when you say you're going to go deep and dark. That's funny. Bro, your whole life is deep and dark. Anyway, anyway, Sisla, I just want to, I just want to touch up or ask about like the security pattern. If the if if it was hard to write the security part for StreamPaint StreamShop, did you have any problems and like did you get it audited and how was that process? Oh, yeah. uh, in some sense, uh, the first version of StreamPaint was developed in December 2021. It was uh, for a hackathon, and we put it together rather fast, rather quickly. The mechanism was okay. Uh, that wasn't like a mechanism that we could take to production, so we didn't. We never took it live. Uh, but it was always there on testnet, and you know, some of our uh, like even the January uh, 2022 snapshots also included people that tested uh, Stream Pay. So, like fast forward, we had our discussions with Sunny, multiple team members. You know, we worked on the mechanism designed for uh, Stream Swap as well. So these share a paradigm called time-based swaps. I mean, these are time-based events. And in the case of Steam Swap, it is the swap. And in the case of Steam Paid, it is the transfer of tokens. So they share a similar mechanism. So that helped us you know, accelerate the development of Steam Pay in some sense. But again, Steam, Steam Swap is a set of contracts, whereas uh, Steam Pay is a module. So some differences exist. Uh, yes, Steam Swaps contracts are audited. The entire Omniflix chain, like uh, 70, 70 to, yeah, 70% is a core SDK, whereas 30% uh, of the you know uh, chain is the NFT part, the Steam Pay part, and so on and so forth. So the mechanism of that has been audited has been you know to an extent implemented within Steam Pay. So that is you know one concern that we did not have. And, uh, you know, of course, the core is always audited, you know, is updated by multiple team members. You know, we have multiple patches, Huckleberry, Ryanberry, you know, all of those uh, security aspects are being handled by the community. I mean, I should say we are in, uh, we are no experts at being able to handle all of that. And it is purely due to the community's efforts, network efforts that we are able to like uh, move this fast. But at the same time, we integrate, like we understand the minute details within the SDK and uh, at this point in time, like now, if you ask me, you know, it's not a challenge. Like even in 2021, 22, wasn't a challenge as such, the security, because most things were to an extent taken care of. But I mean, there are a lot of things that are not taken care of as a whole as well. So, you know, like we're always like working on that, keeping an eye out on that. And every release uh, that happens, you know, there is some sort of an improvement when it comes to security, being able to harden the system. So. Yes and no, like security is important, uh, but, uh, you know, to a great extent and fortunately hasn't been uh, too difficult for us to manage. 
<laughs> would you would you listen to that robo man it wasn't too difficult to manage you guys should go build bridges thank you for that the answer system man it's perfect thank you man prepare yourself i think robo is gonna go deep 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 and dark well i mean i've listen i've toyed for several days over this and i was just like you know out, out of respect and out of you know everything that we believe in is being good people in this industry i did really want to ask my sister this so obviously i'll first of all i'll say you know rest in peace and do the sign of the cross fight for your man yeah so sister you know not many blockchain teams and especially none around cosmos that i know of have had to go through or experience what you guys did earlier this year uh, with unfortunately uh, the death of a team member uh, the unfortunate passing of a team member i should say actually to be more you know correct and uh, like i said this is a difficult question for me to actually ask you know sister i would like to know if it's okay just just from a personal perspective you you know how you felt when you got the news and like you know what you felt about like the team the, the support that they might need but also as a team did you just like galvanize rally together did it really take you under for a couple of weeks because i mean that that we were all the entire community anyone who's had anything to do with flicks or cosmos in general or anything right ibc yeah and that you heard about that that was a bloody sad 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 day for the ecosystem and i'm just wondering sister i, I, sister, I do want to ask you from a personal perspective and like a boss man or, or leader perspective if that's okay just like how how difficult was it was it for you guys that particular time yeah i mean like uh, personally you know we came to terms with it now uh but like back then uh you know it was almost a period of uh 15 20 days where uh we would we did not have much information it happened so fast that uh uh you know yeah it was difficult to get in touch with the family you know uh very dear uh community member uh you know helped us uh scott uh you know he helped us uh get in touch with uh friends parents as well and uh yeah we got the news when uh we were uh you know, going to paris for osmocon this year and nebula summit uh, right during a layover in dubai you know that was when we got the news so it became quite uh, difficult uh, for us to you know like process it back then but uh, uh, you know like within say few weeks right uh, we were able to like talk to the family share the news with the wider community it almost happened a month later right like we all had to settle down like sort out a few things and then we could announce it to the community and uh yeah i mean i was uh genuinely like we had plans like it's a small team right? like, everyone has their own role to play they've uh you know developed themselves in a way to play that role over a period of a year or so and all of these things like that journey itself was extremely not not just like uh not just interesting or exciting but memorable and very emotionally attached right? and not just to the work but to the people 
and uh, you know that definitely affected us as a team in some sense uh, may not be with say processes or being able to handle work in some sense yes that too got affected but uh, you know in general like just being like just missing you know can during our daily conversations you know like we we continued to think for a few weeks you know if you know like that like there were features there were things that we planned for but you know could not do together and uh, things like that so and then there were suggestions uh, that were given by ken which were not actually implemented like right right away then uh, but going forward we did the, uh, implement those and uh, you know all of these things they did i should not say affect us but uh, you know they touched us emotionally and uh, you know i don't think we can ever replace uh, you know like replace replace can like he's he's an nfts the entire experience is non fungible but at the same time right like uh, we were able to like due to all the work that he did in the way he did it was like a foundation that was established and we could build on top of that and we were very glad and fortunate and uh, you know we still are in touch with uh, ken's parents as well you know like just a small note here uh, that the you know there were some tokens that were given to ken and uh, they were there in an account that no one else had access to they still are there they're stay and they're just left alone right uh, of course there's no clawback like a prop 16 juno prop 16 happening they're just there like that and uh, you know like uh, we went ahead and uh, you know made sure to uh, give like ken's share of tokens to uh, his parents and things like that so you know these were little things that we did that you know that made sure we were satisfied enough with what we did but uh, you know it, it's never enough right? like it's never enough and uh, uh, you know it was it was uh, definitely you know uh, uh, a scenario where you know we were uh, touched emotionally but at the same time you know slowly we could get back on our feet and uh, you know uh, yeah take things forward and i was definitely not surprised by the uh love that ken got from the community i always knew that uh, he was extremely involved uh and at some point in time like people did not know us they only knew ken and you know this is like the best uh best way to take things forward and uh, you know uh, the love and support from the community was you know it, it truly makes us feel like we're part of a family and we're not like just you know part of a blockchain open source ecosystem right so you know that was the part that uh, made us feel grateful and uh, that is one of the primary reasons why we are very glad to be involved within the cosmos ecosystem yeah wow absolutely beautiful answer bruce would you agree proper oyster ever the diplomat is me absolutely beautiful you What said it proof? before man you said it before scholar and a gentleman uh, with statesman qualities uh Yeah, sister. There's a few things in there. I I didn't even know that. Obviously, you guys had known, but obviously didn't have any details and had to like you know keep that keep that to yourself. That must have been pretty tough. Uh, is all I'm saying. So respect where respect's due to hold yourself like gentlemen and carry yourself through a particular period of time. 
known this particular thing, but known that you know you shouldn't speak up until you know facts. Uh, yeah, I think everyone can admire you for that. And yeah, dude, I heard, I picked up on the emotion in your voice. And um, we're going to tell what it means to the community. And <clears throat> I will say this though about like we people might talk about Flix Fam. Go and look at a lot of other blockchains, especially around Cosmos, and you'll see within that particular blockchain, right, there's like fragmentation, yeah? Go and look at Juno, look at all the different entities and fragments that are operating over there that don't like each other, blah, blah, but they're all in the Juno community. Go and look at Omni and find me separation or division. It's just not there. It's like everybody just seems to be on this real, like, happy, like, one group, one fam. I know it's going to be like, I'll get shit for this quote and Bob Marley, but you know, one lover. <laughs> there is that little like vibe about Omni that you don't get anywhere. And we interact with several blockchains. And I'm telling you, the Flix fam is one fam, proper solid together. So I appreciate that, Sisla. And it, it, I, that was a difficult question to ask. And I appreciate your, your openness and your honesty about it. And I literally hope it didn't, you know, down the conversation, but I. I just, I've toyed with it all week and I thought, well, if I'm asking myself that, then maybe, you know, I might be not the only one that would like to hear from Sisla Direct. So you mentioned Osmocon. Uh, this was just before, obviously, but which, because I really want to get onto the success of Cosmoverse, uh, your success in relation to that. Which one personally did you enjoy more? Did you enjoy Istanbul or Paris more? Which one was more like entertaining and pr maybe productive for you? Like each of this is a category uh, robot. So I should say we enjoyed, I mean, I personally enjoyed Paris a bit more. I might get shit for this, but uh, that's because uh, in Paris, we were just participants, attendees of an event. Uh, whereas in Turkey, we were also working, helping organize the event. And I'm like extremely jealous of the people that can just like come down and, you know, attend the event, like maximize the interactions uh, that they have. So yeah, like I did have fun in Turkey as well, but uh, Paris, uh, that was my uh, first time to Europe and uh, been, went to Europe during layovers, but never out of the airport. So that was my first time and I really enjoyed uh, OsmoCon and Nebula Summit and uh, all the interactions that we've had in Paris, like that was also like the first time after Cosmos 2022, where we were also working then and it was like a bit hectic to meet people, connect with them, you know, talk to them, open up, uh, you know, uh, with them about various things. But, uh, you know, Paris was uh, uh, great from a conversation standpoint, uh, from, a, from getting to know people better standpoint, personally, uh, we spent quite a lot of time with, I mean, I can't even name names, quite a lot of people. Uh, whereas uh, Turkey was more productive and uh, I think uh, overall people saw the potential of what Omniflix could deliver even more this year. Like 2021 was the first time we you know, got to Cosmos, 22 was second time and this was the third time and we had to get better every time and uh, you know, we are very glad that uh, you know, this year we lived up to the promise as well. Well, that's exactly what I wanted to touch on. I mean, you, you've hit the nail on the head for the next question there, but very quickly, did you enjoy the boxing? Did you enjoy the boxing? Did you go and watch it? <laughs> I did watch it from afar. I was actually, uh, I mean, I, I know who I was talking to uh, then. So, you know, we were just talking with, you know, multiple people and we saw the boxing uh, from afar. 
but uh, you know <laughs> i did enjoy watching even if it was a farce it was like pretty fun yeah there was a there was a few iconic moments wasn't there uh, Django, uh what's his name again cyborg uh jacob there was a few few moments great so okay you've you've hit the nail on the head sister with with that comment there so basically cosmoverse 2023 i personally me i don't know about anyone how anyone else feels i saw like a pure upgrade in like you know uh, audio visual like presentation and quality uh, and and delivery so i mean i know you guys obviously like played like fundamental the fundamental part in this can you talk me through about so i'm not too sure if you were running the audio and visual uh, for 2021 but i know you were obviously heavily involved in it in 2022 can you just talk me through the evolution of that audio-visual uh, connection that you've got, like with Cosmoverse, and how it's like evolved to where? Because I think this year, and some of the videos I saw you guys put out of people like just the ticketing, you know, like the the uh, registration and that. I thought the quality of everything was absolutely fantastic. So, can you just talk to me about that evolutionary uh, process you've been through? Yeah, absolutely. Uh... I'm always excited to talk about this, uh, but I'll keep it brief. 2021 was our first Cosmos, like that was the first Cosmos. Uh, it was just a few weeks before the actual event. Uh, we got talking to C20 because we already <laughs> we already went ahead with the Osmosis live stream and uh, the launch party uh, that happened in June of that year, 2021. And November 4th was, uh, uh, when Cosmos uh, 2021 happened, and between then, you can imagine how much time we've had for various things, right? So there was no ticketing then, it was just the live stream part. And uh, of course, the audiovisual part as well in 2021, and this was done entirely remotely, you know, like kudos to, you know, multiple team members, uh, including uh, the Flix crew team uh, that was there, uh, especially RJ Chetan, and uh, Satish that worked on the media aspect, the programming, the coordination with the on-ground team members. Uh, in 2021, we also had a Metaverse uh, version of the event and uh, you know, various other things. And uh, that, uh, like we used our movie, uh, media and entertainment experience to run events for something like Cosmos. And uh, yeah, like it was, it was, it was a hit probably because uh, in 2022 when we went to Columbia, we had people that uh, came down to the 2022 event just because they watched the live stream. And I should say we are also uh, among uh, we are also among the same batch of people that got FOMO'd because we watched the live stream like every bit of it ourselves, and we FOMO'd uh, in a way where wherever 2022. 2020 the 2022 version happened we had to be there and even if it was like a 36 hour trip uh, and so on and so forth you know uh, we did not hesitate like i actually had a disc bulge and you know some back pain as well but uh, you know just went ahead uh, with the event and during the event it was like all adrenaline and there was no back pain nothing but uh, as soon as we came back uh, i was like sick for like five days and then you know got back on track up and running so 2022, like the evolution from 21 to 22 was 
it was it was massive because we went ahead worked on a ticketing system the registration system you know with partners like uh, reach tech and uh, who built the built the mobile app uh, for the registrations so it was not just like our team but it was multiple partners that contributed to make sure that the entire experience was delivered and you know the the highlight there was of course the live stream you know we really enjoyed the flix fest uh the session where we explained to people what omniflix was uh during cosmos 2022 and the part where we actually could show people what omniflix could do with the media tech and uh, the ticketing infrastructure where you know the entire i mean normally at conferences you might find long queues of people waiting to get in you know register themselves check in and get in uh, but uh, at cosmos 2022 like the average check in time was like uh, 3.2 to 3.8 seconds so that was uh, that was what we were very proud to achieve have achieved as a team yeah wow that's legit lit lit as spoke that mind there uh, sisla so like dude or you play you guys are playing a fundamental part in two aspects of these conferences right in regards to first of all ticketing and then secondary the audio visual uh, sort of production capacity are, are are these both like done under the the bigger like uh, omniflix umbrella because i know you guys have been involved in like video production in the past and stuff haven't you just like pre blockchain and things yeah yeah actually more than the video production part we are we are not an agency or we are not a creative media house but we are a media tech company or a technology company first and our media tech strength is like pretty strong like our media tech aspects are like pretty strong in that sense uh so we've been involved in those aspects you know well before we got into blockchain or you know the first uh, exploration of blockchain was also with respect to media where we wanted to make sure that like how uh, bitcoin was solving the store of value problem uh and you know for money right or just for store of value we wanted to do the same utilize a ledger uh, to solve the chaos to solve the double spending problem uh, you know for intellectual property or ip and you know we've been working in the media space uh, looking at all the uh, the ways in which rights function the ways in which assets move between people and so on and so forth and uh, even during the 2021 nft uh, bull run you know we were we knew that the speculation aspect would die down and uh, you know of course the utility aspect but more so than utility we always felt that as soon as art is considered as ip intellectual property the dynamics change you know you don't see warner brothers selling uh, you know rights of a specific movie to another studio or someone else often but what you see often is you know record labels or production houses or studios licensing out this content for use you know across you know across various uh, distribution platforms so that was the aspect we were like always focused on but you know we can't get there on day one right like there are a few things that you need to be able to enable in order to get there and you know all this while i'll say we are still in prep to get the base sorted out now we have like a very good solid base with uh, you know the cosmos ecosystem nft so we first worked on water o nfts now we are migrating to the version 47 of the sdk where we'll have onfts or omniflix nfts as a wrapper to the x nft uh, module so every cosmos chain will you know from version 47 i think from version 46 
uh, SDK version 46 has this XNFT module. And, you know, that XNFT can be extended using the Omniflix NFT module. So, you know, that is like one part of the base. SteamPay is another, you know, of course, Omniflix TV, the publishing aspects, the media tech aspects, which have been constantly evolving. All of these and the ticketing aspects, you know, for communities or events, right? All of these look like independent pieces right now. But, you know, when all of these come down together, you see something like a flick drop get executed. You see something like, uh, you know, Omniflix TV and publishing get executed and so on and so forth. So, you know, that is what we are focused on and, uh, you know, have been focused on for a while. But maybe that is not a narrative that everyone actually knows, is fully aware of. And, you know, that is the focus from our end as well. You know, from like this year, 2023, we were able to establish uh, the narrative of the network, you know, help people understand why this tech should exist, how they can best utilize this tech. But 2024 is all about being able to make sure that people exactly understand what what Omniflix provides, you know, from a technology standpoint and how they can utilize it. And this will be for multiple stakeholders. So that is, that is what why I'm more Sisla, Is that why you focus? Is that why you focus so hard on content creation so that you've got these many like fundamental examples of how the tech can be utilized? Because I know you guys obviously encouraged us with like to utilize campaigns, giving us ideas about what we could do, which we did execute. So like, is that why you put so much of an onus on is like when people come to look at what you've got on offer, they can see all of these different things that have been put together right whether it's nft drops whether it's videos whether it's fan engagement right yeah, talk and gated experiences right is that why you're in is that why you're investing so heavily in the, the the grassroots content is it yeah i mean nfts can be utilized to tokenize a lot of things be it land be it you know like be it a vintage car you know whatnot so here we are focused on the tokenization aspect of media Primarily because we see a lot of value in a certain way of utilizing this tech. And this involves solving problems for creators and communities, like their communities or in general communities. And the ticketing platform, for example, is, I'll say, community-oriented tech, whereas, uh, say, the, uh, the media publishing part is primarily for video content creators, you know, if it's interactive videos. Uh, at this point in time, you do not have something exclusive for audio content creators like yourselves or, you know, uh, you know Jam Paul or Finn and team. So those are things that we know we can achieve right now. Like there are a few things that we can achieve, but we are still focused on the video aspect because one day when all the base fundamental problems are solved for a certain set of creators, right? Like video content creators, right? then we can like move on to the other aspects right so there'll be different like stargaze is definitely focused on uh you know you have your pfp nfts you have ethereum solana with uh you know such type of nfts and then there are on-chain versions of nfts like completely on-chain uh and so on and so forth so there are various stakeholders personas of stakeholders that utilize nfts and even within creators there's a segment that we are focused on these are like publishers of media and all the tools that we built today is, you know, like focused on their, uh, you know, like focused on benefiting that specific stakeholder, that specific persona. So eventually you might see live streaming, you know, as part of this infrastructure, you know, uh, 
using Akash. Of course, you know, we have the Sentinel team also here. Uh, within the deep end category, there are multiple people that are uh, focused on this tech, right? Uh, being able to enable infra, you know, in this decentralized way. So just like that, uh, Omnifix will also have uh, a few aspects around that, but it will all be focused on creators, specifically media creators. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned obviously a cash there, and obviously I know what's been going on with like kudos and stuff, and obviously other things outside of Cosmos like render, etc. But do, what about you guys in regards to like uh, R and D, uh, Sisla? If you don't mind me asking, do, like do you guys put like any uh, like research? Do you, do you have like that kind of thing internally set up where like you know you've got people keeping ahead of the the rendering GPU cloud like fully because. When you mentioned about, you know, on chain there, this is what I think a lot of people miss. And we don't, this audience, I mean, the general kind of public, don't really understand about how these things work. You know, your JPEG is not stored on a block somewhere. There's a message that's there that points to the fact that you own that the kind of thing, right? It's like, so like being on chain and off chain. So when you're talking about like the live streaming and stuff there, et cetera, we, were you talking about that a hundred percent like on chain or what? <laughs> yeah. Like Daya leads are R and D. So there is that focus on that. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's always there. Like it is impossible for us to not, uh, focus on research, uh, be it media tech, be it blockchain, be it, uh, you know, in general, how best you can architect smart contracts or whether or not you need smart contracts and things like that. You know, the way Omniflix launched without the token, with just Auth Z, uh, with just the fee grant modules, uh, even relaying with the fee grant modules, like this was, uh, you know, Omniflix. Yeah, Omniflix was the first to implement such tech and all of this, I should say, uh, more than research, it came out of like being able to put together multiple dots and you know that is also part of research so you know of course that leads that aspect but when i referred to live streaming it wasn't completely on chain it isn't completely on chain right you'll have to have a video file somewhere that's extremely fast to access that streams to a specific server which then like you know replicates that file across you know geolocations and things like that so it might not be all on chain, but the most important aspects around discovery of a provider, discovery of, you know, a CDN, yeah, discovery of a source content provider where you can actually store your media file, the source, right, the origin. And then you can have multiple copies, replicas of the same file, you know, stored across like multiple jurisdictions, you know, multiple territories, right? And from there, whoever requests, say, from, Singapore or Paris or you know New York, you know they get served based on their nearest location and things like that. So this is the infrastructure that will be decentralized that needs you know social consensus and coordination. But the the parts that might not need all of this, right? Like for example, you might be interested to store your files, media files on an Akash, uh, you know, instance, but a media company might run their own servers and still be able to utilize Omniflix infrastructure, right? So that is what we are focused on. Like pure, like 100% decentralization is being worked on by other people with respect to other problems. But in this case, it has to be a mix. And when there is enough tech for us to go decentralized, 
for us to make sure the power shifts back to you know various stakeholders 100% game for that and that is what our you know that is what we are in pursuit of as well but at this point in time we are looking to solve the problem in the best possible way considering every stakeholder that's involved you know yeah yeah sisla uh please like flatter my ignorance because i probably i'm ignorant on this one actually and i should have asked before now but when I've been doing stuff, obviously we know about the uh, the limit, you know, the max limit, the four fifty limit, or whatever it is. So you guys, you uh, you guys offer your own storage, right? Unlike other platforms, there's some other platforms where you've got to use a, a third party storage. But uh, like, yeah, I think so, man. I thought I had worked. Robo, Bruce, can you hear me? Oh, there you are. Uh, Twitter's just done an update, I think. I got absolutely totally rugged there. Like, that was ridiculous. The whole app just closed down. So, yeah, very quickly, let's get back to the topic. Uh, Sisla, I'll say you're back. I wanted to ask about the storage. So, just from a user, you know, third-party user perspective here, obviously, when I use, say, a platform like Stargaze, I have to use an external third-party provider. Uh, but with you guys, I don't, right? You guys actually like offer up or provide that storage, uh, sister. Is that correct, or is that like rooted somewhere else? No, you're right. Uh, you're right. Uh, there is no third party that's required uh, uh, to interface with the Omniflix network, and all storage is running in a private IPFS cluster. So this is dedicated for the media within the Omniflix network, and. Uh, this is currently subsidized, you know, by say the foundation or, you know, this is a cluster of nodes that are controlled by the foundation. Tomorrow, the model is, this is the same cluster that will exist, but it will be controlled by various providers, you know, be it someone running their provider, like node on, uh, their media node on uh, Akash or on Google Cloud, or maybe integrating something like Jackal, right? So all of these are possible. Right now, it's just IPFS that we are utilizing. But you can utilize RV. You can utilize your own uh, Google Cloud storage. You know, you can utilize, you know, various other providers as well. Right? So there's no restriction. But, you know, come on. Like, if we ask a creator to, say, you know, identify an IPFS provider, you know, like do XYZ, and uh, then mint their first NFT, I think it'll be very hard for us to onboard people. And just to be able to simplify ops, we made sure to have the entire, you know, uh, entire storage part also abstracted in a way where we can offer this storage to various stakeholders that intend to utilize the network. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's a big selling point to me. I have to be very, very honest with people, you know, utilizing a third party uh, storage thing like I've obviously done on other platforms. There is this kind of like extra like twenty step process. Then you know it's another like it's another attack vector or another you know disaster vector if you want to call it that. Like then there is this thing about just being able to like go okay bang, you upload it, and you don't have to leave the platform. I think this is one of the things about the bridges and stuff. You know, Sisla, when you've got to go and use satellite or something, right? Whatever. When you have to leave like one UI that you're like engaged in and, and doing things on, and then you have to go to like another one to do like something mundane to get back to the place you want to be to do something interesting. That just, it does not, am I going to say it wears you out a little bit, but it's just UI fatigue, isn't it? 
Like the more you can do within app, the better it is for everybody. That the dopamine stays there. You know, you've got that little hit. Your eyes are focused. You're not thinking of other things. You're just on that one thing. It's it's very. It's I think it's overlooked. But I just wanted to ask us personally. I didn't actually know about that. Uh, Sisler, I'm gonna say, dude, because obviously we're over the hour now. You've been absolutely fucking fantastic, fan dabby dozy tonight. You everything like that's why I was like, this is a typical interview with Rack FM where we ask the questions, we we ask very few follow up things, linking questions as well. We'll go after the leading questions, and your man Sisler's just, I mean, Bruce, what a guest, no? What a guest tonight, Bruce. What an interview. Every time with Sisler, he hasn't disappointed yet, and I don't think, couldn't understand why he should do it in the future. Bro, I've interviewed him for like about five and a half fucking hours up to this point, man. He must be sick of me. Uh, but we do have a good crack. Uh, <laughs> Sisler, I mean, I, 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 I want to say, like, if you're okay with it, guys, if anybody in the audience maybe has a question, if Sisler's okay, you just can jump up. I just want to uh, say I invited yeah. Flix Fanatics up, and I think Chris would be a good guest to pop up. I do, I do want to give Sisla though the like the, the the question that we would always need to kind of ask right at the end. I mean, to be honest, we spoke to him like I said, twenty sixth of March, uh, Tuesday, twenty sixth of March. Yeah, we've had you know over six months now, uh, full Q two and Q three. We've seen module after module, development after development. Uh, collaborations, rewards to community members, innovation, communication. Like, hey, talk about what you want. This is solid. Uh, in any blockchain I've ever seen for a long time, there's a solid foundation as you'll ever get with, with what you see with Omni. It's like what you see is what you get, and I can't say them stopping. Uh, I'll definitely say that the TV is something that we're going to utilize. Uh, but we just need to be, I would hate for us to go TV and it not be the quality that would be expected. Like, you, you just need some mad shit. And we're having convos, so, like, I'm just looking forward to it. It might be a Q1, say, a project like launch, but, like, Rack TV is coming very fucking soon. So, oh, no one's got a question then, Bruce. No one's come up, have they? I just want to ask this little what he's most excited about. Uh, for let's say Q1 and into Q2, because they've obviously got their own roadmap going on. And then this time next year, what does he expect like the crypto landscape to look like in 12 months' time? So two things, Sisla, what about Omni in the next six months? What about the general crypto landscape uh, within the next 12 months? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's just short opinions at this point in time. With Omni, I, like, there are of course. a few things we can control, but uh, uh, most things are uh, left to the community. So I am personally excited and actually thrilled. I, I've been uh, checking if this would be a milestone that we'll reach by this uh, session, but uh, we finally did. So we now have uh, 200 videos uploaded to Omniflix TV. And this happened in about uh, you know 70 days. So, you know, it went very well. You know, kudos to the entire ecosystem for trying out this tech. Uh, of course, the Flix fanatics are marketing subdow, you know, increasing awareness, utilizing the tech themselves and to our creators and the Flix crew. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is an important milestone. This is actual validation that, uh, you know, this is tech that actually has some demand. 
has people a certain set of segment of creators that are interested to utilize this tech to build their community so that is something that we like personally i'm most excited about uh, although you know there'll be continuous development with respect to tv you know they'll you'll also see a mobile app uh, you know that that you know that that'll uh, be the interface for omniflix tv uh, with the introduction of cosm well what was there well well calm down was that there'll be a mobile app did you say there for omniflix tv what was that oh yeah uh, yeah they'll oh really oh really just <laughs> <laughs> drop an alpha come on what was that yeah i mean uh, we've had a mobile app for the marketplace for over a year now that is not released due to various you know due to various concerns reasons and i use the mobile app sometimes myself uh for various things so we did we do have a base uh, rather a high level or you know uh, a decent base uh, built already and this will be like a super app with the market with uh, the tv being integrated and uh, after these are in place uh, you'll also see a uh, studio that'll have a mobile interface you know to create but of course you know it'll take some time before we get there you know complete abstracted just like just like and i'll just tell you something honestly like leap mobile was one of the greatest like creations ever mm-hmm. in cosmos recently yeah dude i must do i must do 18 transactions on a mobile compared to two on a laptop mm-hmm. seriously yeah yeah i mean i should like, uh, you know you should definitely appreciate uh, the leap team you know like kepler came about with the first version of a mobile experience it was stellar in itself uh, leap came about uh, you know again from terra you know ex terra projects we know of they are and uh, you know they came with this uh, you know with this enthusiasm with uh, you know this entire feature set very focused built around the user experience and uh, this permissionless browsing you know that was introduced by them you know was definitely a game changer within the ecosystem and uh, you know all of our apps right now are supported on the of course on kepler as well right now due to their permissionless browsing and on uh, Cos- uh, cosmos station mobile app but uh, you know we are good friends with the leap team and uh, you know they are uh, definitely supportive and all the developments that are coming up with leap you know uh, uh like the elements sdk you know they have their own uh, you know they have their own tweaks as well where uh, you know with omniflix or the flix token if you stake flix you get you know your flix rewards for staking but not only that you also get adam juno who our osmo uh, akt ist and all the other tokens right and uh, this was something that the leap team actually took care of like paid that attention to detail uh, focused on the omniflix network made sure to have this claim all feature where all the you know rewards that uh, someone received with their uh, you know due to their uh, flix being staked uh, could all be claimed in a single click and this is something that you know shows that the team goes above and beyond to and and we are not like a, a triple digit you know multi billion dollar network within the ecosystem Uh, but had this unique feature and you know they demonstrated that they not only could deliver that technically but also paid that attention to promote it and after their tweet about that you know uh, we had multiple people fanatics you know dizzle 
you know all of these people i think john uh, wells as well like all of them uh, went ahead and uh, explored that again and uh, you know more people got to know about the feature so you know it is not just the technology aspect yes people can be technically strong but it's also the uh, you know the human like the uh, you know the soft uh, how do you put it like the empathy that uh, they show in being able to work with uh, partners you know that is that is what uh, bro, you know like bro, uh, gives me and, yeah bro the real fucking top 5 team but i mean i'm not going to just talk about teams in regards to just blockchains but leap tfm you Stargaze, Neutron would have to be, I think, the top five fucking shipper doors in the fucking entire ego. And I'm going to leave Rat out of it because I didn't want to be accused of being biased, but we all know they're the number one. Head and oh, shoulders. I was just about to fucking... Oh, but I can't go there, can I? So I have to be, you know, I'm I can, I can. Rack is number one team in the world, man. Everybody's... Dude, we'll walk, dude, we'll walk. It's all about equity these days, didn't it? We've had these conversations. Bruce, what's Finn told you about speaking out about private conversations? Now, come on. You've heard... Do you want me to get Finn in this conversation or not? No? I don't know. I should maybe do like you and just pick yourself them and post them on Twitter. We, we invited loads of people up, though, and nobody accepted. You know why? Because we're asking all the fucking questions. People are like, now nah, I didn't want to interrupt this. Uh, but honest to God, fucking Sisla, I'm telling you now, bro, I can't wait to be having another convo in, like, another six months. Let's say, like, early – let's pencil early July in, bro. Let's pen, pencil it in, shall we? <laughs> Uh, for sure, and uh, I believe that by then we'll not only see uh, Omniflix grow, I'm sure, but uh, you know, the entire ecosystem also. Like, you know, I think I did not answer the part where uh, uh, you asked about the ecosystem in six months, and uh, I should say that earlier we used to talk about NFTs, and people used to ask about how many millions they could make uh, using NFTs, and this was not about. Uh, people that were already exposed to NFTs, but people that, uh, you know, heard about NFTs, but never actually owned an NFT themselves. So if this is, uh, you know, if this was the case where, you know, people were talking about money earlier, uh, speculative value, I should say. Um, now people are talking about utilizing the tech in some sense. Uh, of course, it is not 100% there, but uh, we're seeing, we're seeing like the improvement and uh, it is massive amongst the people that actually need to utilize this tech, right? They do care about it. They want to understand it. They want to understand how best they can pitch internally. Uh, that is what we are mostly helping with these days. Uh, more than, you know, like when we say BD, it is, it is a set of people that are already sold with the idea around NFTs. And then there is a set of people that they need to sell to, right? So, you know, helping them uh have enough information that they can you know talk about understand and uh, even experiment uh you know in a, in a experiment with freedom right so those are things that uh, we are focused on and i think the general crypto market uh when i say crypto i, I mean web3 more than cryptocurrency like currency yes will buy uh quite a lot can happen and that sentiment uh also uh impacts the tech, tech and its adoption. But at the same time, you know, there there are quite a few killer apps uh, that are Web3 native right now. 
that we believe will uh, you know move on to say trad finance trad media and you know other industries uh, in the next uh, two years or three years yeah so last serious question from me the audience is more than satisfied tonight last serious question before i hand it over to bruce for the finalities uh okay when omniflix originals or do you maybe already have an omniflix original coming up soon called cash is that right yeah, <laughs> I don't know. When, uh, when Omniflix, when Omniflix of, uh, originals, yeah. when Omniflix originals, come on, come on, it's coming. I should uh, probably ask the creators of the first Omniflix original uh, to talk about their project, you know, on this platform. So, Robo, when cash, when when will we see the first? Uh, dude, it's coming, it's coming. I'm hearing that people are being picky with the artwork. There are people that we need to rally because, you know, I've got to say it yeah, a lot of the hype, right, was on the back of the last record. And we've just actually come up with a bit of a plan. I have to say this guy, so, uh, well, actually, Bruce is here. So I know some of you were here the other Friday. Bruce, you remember Marissa? Yeah. Who could forget her? Oh, dude. I mean, after we posted a day about her, obviously, the violinist, yeah. Uh, dude, we're in the dis. We've got a Discord going. I mean, uh, you know, Hossi Nominan, uh, the beat producer. Uh, you know, the one that Finn dropped the new one with, like that he did the violin. But yeah, we've yeah, basically yeah. like she wants to do a collab. Like guys, I'm not kidding you. Trust me, going forward, you've got no idea the people that we are bringing into our orbit slowly but surely i'm hoping finn's going to be able to do a rap with their uh, harvestry that is something i'm really going to set up and i keep i keep going on these spaces right like fuck the food right with the guys last night and pimp were fucking melody and them and I'm, I'm talking about like vod you know live streaming or like audiences go like talking gated fucking shit going on Obviously, there needs to be this complete, seamless, like MetaMask bridge. But I, I keep, people have got no idea about vision sometimes. I just keep saying to people, look, Radio One Live Lounge was amazing when it was initially just like launched on the radio. When they started doing like the videos and stuff, and then you obviously got like people like uh, Stormzy in on uh, uh, Charlie uh, Charlie Kirk's, uh, not Charlie, yeah, Charlie Kirk's show, right? doing like the live stuff and that music has a certain power and it's fucking if you're not in the right spaces at the minute i'm telling you there's pete david doran joe ryan chantel uh like i say heart street fondue empress i mean around all of these people every single day and just little by little mentioning about the platforms mentioning about things like open minters blah 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 uh etc etc vod and next year i keep saying this mark my fucking words and like music nfts let's say what we call them m m nfts and entertainment nfts e e nfts right so we're gonna have nfts <laughs> m nfts any nfts next year and they're gonna be massive we are gonna be paying for entertainment and the thing is the, the entertainer needs to be 
good enough to be able to build up an audience. So, like, I've just seen somebody uh, mint out, what was it? Uh, 1,111 copies, like, at a decent price, really quickly. Like, uh, that was, uh, I think that's Joe Ryan, yeah, 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 just minted. He did, like, 1,100, uh, uh, sorry, uh, what, uh, 1,111 copies, like, very, very quickly. Uh, there's other people, guys, that are just, like, starting to do silly numbers. Buy a letter, this girl, or and if you can't see an Ethereum floor, man, oh, I'm telling you, man, you're talking like these have gone 200 bucks, you know, and they've got like 10% royalties and shit in the trade, and people are buying, like, it's it's kind of crazy where we're going. But uh, Omni are a huge beacon of this, like, I can see that the way they're going is more an event, like a provider, like this Web3, you know, fan with artists, no need for no middleman. There's that Sisley, you can tell how bullish I am on the entire like industry. Like given what we've done this year. I mean, I only started I only started in this industry in fucking April. Finn's like, yeah, there's a rap. Do do some shit with it, market it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, right, okay. And we went from there. Fucking it's only like just over six months ago. Look where we've come now. We're like about to do the seventh, about to do the music video. It's uh, I mean, people like you are inspiring people like us, Sisla, right? Before we shoot off and end this space, yeah, bro. And vice versa. And vice versa. So, you know, I you know, definitely love the journey. Uh, I mean, I think I tweeted about this as well or maybe replied to one of the tweets that as soon as one of the first spaces actually happened, uh, both with respect to yourselves and uh, even Cosmos spaces in Jan 2020, uh, 2021 uh, or 2022 I just forgot but uh, yeah I mean it, it, it was uh, it was a it was a journey to watch and uh, you know definitely you know the pace at which you grew and uh, uh, you know, the the honesty uh, with which you approach things within the ecosystem uh, definitely love that uh, people need to be real and uh, uh, definitely full support to all that you guys are doing and many many thanks for uh, not not hosting a space at the same time as the flick stock uh, you know special thanks for that and uh, because uh, then probably we would have uh, you know had uh, you know distributed audience uh, but at the same time you know love all the work that uh, the entire team is putting up you know like the art the music you know the execution the planning the execution and the community building more so like a cult and uh you know i see a lot of potential you know with uh, what you guys are doing sisla i just remember i always remember the work ethic uh comment and that meant so fucking much bro like seriously like obviously without some uh, strategic advice but when i did make that thing so right guys very quickly as a precursor, you know, someone made this fucking in the Discord. Someone's like, why are fucking Rack FM like releasing stuff over there? Right? Have they been paid? And we were like, oh, like, Finn shouldn't have sent it to me. I was like, foreman. Because obviously there was absolutely none of that shenanigans. And what are you going to be like? You're just going to be who you are. You can't look, a leopard can't change its spots. If you get accused of doing something that you haven't done, 
you're going to be a little prickly bear, right? And that prickly bear's in a cage and someone's pulling it with a stick and you're going to react accordingly. We were the bear. We didn't like the cage. We burst out and poked back. So I was like, I made a statement. And Sis was like, I didn't even know why you've had to make this. And that was like his first line, which I thought was awesome, by the way. And I think it's on the Rack FM account, the official one. He's like, I don't know why you feel like you've had to make this statement, guys. But like, all we saw was like the work ethic of like, and a desire like just to like do well, like give the community like, you know, something. And bro, the work ethic, that to me meant everything. Because like we've put a year, like we've only just started getting some form of fucking payback guys or like I would say financial recognition to help us try and propel even further, right? We've only got that recently, a year in. I, we put a signal and prop up on June or uh, back in March. And then obviously we all know what happened then. Highlanders comments and stuff, which obviously, you know, 4 a.m. in the morning, you know, on a on a Monday morning, I'm guessing it was a bit worse for wear. But, you know, we'll ignore that. I mean, it's up to you. If you, you want to let your four-year-old kid listen to Rack FM, that's pretty much on your shoulders, not ours, right? And if that's a reason you would like one to knock down a community proposal, then fair play. Anyway, we didn't even go like touch going on chain after that. We were like, I, we didn't want to be associated like with that uh, crowd kind of thing. Just got power on ourselves. But the work ethic comment, yeah, Sisla, that is what like that's worth more than fucking ten thousand dollars in the fucking kitty for us. I'm telling you. So, dude, I just want to thank you for tonight. Uh, like, like we said earlier, scholar and a gentleman, and also a fucking statesman. You represent your organisation impeccably, fucking well. You've never not got an answer. Like the answers is are as genuine as fuck. You're like, there you go. Do you want to go and pick holes in that story? And it's like, bro, that's exactly what I was looking for. That's all the information I needed. Like, I loved that tonight about. Uh, Obviously, osmosis, the uh, LBP originally being a module, then having to be like migrating to a smart contract. I didn't actually fucking know that. Like, in I don't know why. I probably did, but I forgot it because I'm getting a bit old, you know. Uh, but I particularly enjoy that. And, Sisla, I'm going to really enjoy the replay. So, yeah, man, we've done 90 fucking minutes. Brucey, do you want to say anything to your man? And then I'm going to thank him and let him say his piece and we'll go. I only have thanks for Sisla, man. Dude is a, is a gentleman, as you said, heart of gold. He's got a solid team, though. It's not just Sisla. He's got a solid team. I mean, Sisla, how good is your team, uh, RJ? And, I mean, come on, dude. Shout out your team, Sisla. Go on, shout out your team. This is your moment, bro. <laughs> 100%. You know, it's just like I'm just... Uh... You know, representing the entire team, uh, like my work is all messages and you know, I'm more like a copywriter than, you know, anything. But at the same time, you know, it's uh, the entire team that uh, goes out, like builds, like that understands what needs to be done. Uh, and like Robo, like when you guys like first started off on Omniflix, yes, I understand uh, the way in which, uh, you know, the community might have reacted. You were probably a bit too early. Uh, to the Omnifix ecosystem, but uh, anything that uh, you know we try for the first time, you know, there's always some backlash. There's always some uh, you know say feedback, if I can say that, uh, uh, and some excitement as well. So you know, like when when doing things for the first time, when we did it our way, we were also pretty anxious. But uh, the entire team 
believed in what was right more than what was the norm and that helped us you know get to where we are like in the manner that we uh, reached where we are right now so you know and we'll continue yeah. doing that uh, with with the flix crew and the fanatics as well and all the sub dows that we initiated next year Sisla, what you were mentioning there is a bit like what they call survivor mindset, isn't it? I like that. Like that, that's uh, that's the that's the right kind of fucking. You know about survivor mindset, there, Bruce? Or not? No. Sorry, I had a trouble finding the unmute button. Oh. I know, of course, I know about survivor mindset, but I survivor think... mindset's a ridiculous thing. They, they only really understood it after like uh, planes in uh, in World War Two, right? About where the bullets had. Uh, so, what, like, do you know about this or not? The true story behind survivor basis or not? Uh, I don't know the, sec- the second world war story you're referring to, but okay, uh, okay. So go. basically, I, I got something to do in oh, yeah, okay, okay. And I have to get some food, man. Okay, because no worries. Let's well, let's say go. I'll keep this, I'll keep this story of survivor for the unrecorded one because we're going to do an after party in a minute, unrecorded. So, let's end it on that, and I will continue the story in a moment. Uh, yeah, man, Sisla, do you want to say anything? This is our last go, dude. We're going to end it on the 90-minute uh, mark, dude. Anything you want to say? Have you enjoyed yourself tonight? Have you had fun, bro? Definitely. Uh, I had a lot of fun sharing all of uh, all of these stories, all of this information. Uh, I mean, yeah, like this is what, uh, you know, th- these are the blanks that exist for the community. And, uh, you know, these are the blanks that we can fill in uh, with our experiences, with our uh, version of uh, you know everything. So thank you for being like great hosts. Like you guys have have done exceptionally well in bringing out the the most important stories. You know within the ecosystem in the past year uh, or just a bit over the, over a year. So thank you for that. And uh, you know yeah, looking forward to. Working with you guys, collaborating with you guys, and uh, being a part of uh, this uh, going forward. Sisla, you know, we tell everybody these spaces, right, are a campfire chat. Well, I'm not kidding you guys. Every, like, shaman and them, right? Why did the bad shaman come on? I was like, bro, we just want a campfire chat. Marissa, last week, the violinist, she's like, oh, do you want me to, like, set the studio up? And I'm like, darling, we didn't even want you to play, man. Like, that's not why you're coming. And we want you to. They are, like we want people to just unwind because that's when you just get the best of people. So yeah, man, what an absolute great convo. And by the way, fam anyway, like sisters, like a proper brother, a brother from another mother. And uh, what a fucking great night. Well, for me, it's a kind of night up to half nine and our Dizzle's in Vietnam. Uh, so he's ahead of the game. Oh, Wendy's just joined. Hey, Wendy, darling, uh, we're just about to finish, but you'll bloody enjoy the replay. If I was you, Wendy, Finn will have this up on Spotify, uh, Rack FM on Spotify in about, like, I don't know, five hours when the grumpy fucker wakes up. So just wait for, like, when he drops it and it'll be up there, yeah. And the replay will be dynamite, Wendy, if you're an Omniflix fan. This is the interview for you, darling. But uh, Chris, IBC Mafia. Other Chris as well. Shout out, Chris. He was like the first in the room. Chris was in the room before anyone else. Uh, bye-bye, Brucey. We had Coin Landon Page earlier. We've had guys I can see us all down there in the bottom. Thank you absolutely so much. Been fantastic. Sisler's shared so much. Given us so much of his like uh, intellectual insight 
into so many bloody things. And that's why we're here. I will say we are just about to, in a minute, spin up an unrecorded uh, after party. But I just want to once again thank your man, Sisla. He's been an absolutely fantastic, legendary guest as always. And right about now, on the replay, Finn should be kicking in with one of his rap songs, which will be epic. Finn, take it away, brother. and like Taoism, there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Chirping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preaching open sauce, but don't listen to the code, and now it's mutiny, community, uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose, sticking with my armory, yam beta and Bruce, repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth, like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we'd call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit corn Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rat fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you it would be like you don't, have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces. <laughs> 